Armoire makes getting dressed easy. With a clothing rental membership from Armoire, you can build the perfect wardrobe with brands that are high quality, unique, and recommended just for you. All you have to do is take a five-minute style quiz and select items from your dynamic, personalized closet. The styles will show up at your door in as little as two days. Then when you're ready for new clothes, you just swap them out for more new-to-use styles. Since having kids, I have kind of lost my personal style and I'm using Armoire to help me find it again while trying out different brands and styles without having to add more physical stuff to my wardrobe. And I have a few events that are coming up that I know I am going to want some fancier items to wear than the items that I own. And I don't really want to go shopping for items that are going to sit in my closet without being worn after that one day. I hate the waste that that creates and I love that Armoire allows you to rent high quality designer clothing for any occasion and then send it back. I'm just really grateful that I have Armoire to help me dress for the occasion without having to add something to my closet permanently that I know I'm only gonna be wearing once. Right now, my listeners can give Armoire a try and get up to 50% off their first month. That's up to $125 off. Just visit armwire.style slash minimalish. That's armwire.style, A-R-M-O-I-R-E dot style slash minimalish to get up to 50% off your first month and never worry about what to wear again. Try armwire today. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to Minimalish, a podcast about minimalism, sort of. I'm your host, Desiree, and I strongly believe that minimalism isn't meant to be an identity, a standard to live up to, a set of roles, or anything along those lines, but rather just a tool to help us make room for the things that matter in our lives. And it looks different for everyone. Each week, you'll find me here having conversations about living with less realistically and the things that matter, like motherhood and family, intentional living, mindset, loving our people, and everything in between. More than anything, it's my goal to remind you, and often myself too, that you're worthy of creating a life filled up with what matters to you, and that you're already enough, just as you are. I'm so glad you're here, friend. Here's today's episode. Hey friend, welcome to another Coffee Date episode of Minimalish. These Coffee Date episodes are a little more laid back, and we go through a set number of questions 
And then we talk just a little bit more about something that relates to my specific guest or coffee date that day. So today I'm talking to Kari, and Kari is a listener of the podcast, and she is a mom of a four-year-old, and she's going to tell you more about who she is and what she loves and what she does. But Kari reached out to me back in September, and it was after the month that we spent on the podcast on different types of work that we do as women and moms, and she kind of just said, hey, I work full-time, 40 hours a week, And I also really care about and love homemaking. And sometimes I feel like I don't fit in. Like I I don't fit in the normal boxes of either full-time working mom or homemaker. And she said, sometimes I feel lonely in that. But I fully believe when we feel lonely in something, it often means that there are other people feeling that same way out there. So I just really wanted her perspective on the show for that reason. And I was also really excited to just bring a full-time working mom on the show. She works 40 hours a week, 9 to 5, all year long, and Kari even said, like, it's hard to find anyone in the podcasting world talking about that perspective, and I fully agree. I don't know. I'm sure there are podcasts out there that have full-time working moms chatting about things, but I do think it is rare. So, I am bringing Kari on today. We're having a conversation on this coffee date. We are talking about so many different things. Kari really goes deep into talking about some kind of mom hacks for the full-time working mom and really just all moms in general. There are conversations about cleaning routines and how to make decluttering work for the mom who is out of the home a lot or just really busy. And there's just so much packed into this episode. We talk about meal planning. I could really go on and on about all the things we talk about, but I'm just going to let you listen in. I love our conversation. I love her heart for moms in general, and she is just a light. So it, it's been fun getting to know her. I also want to tell you something that might be a little bit sad, but it's bittersweet. Today is the last Coffee Date episode. We've been doing coffee dates since May of this year, and I've really loved them, but I have another idea for kind of this set monthly episode. I'm going to be doing a monthly Q&A, but it's not just going to be me talking. I already have a co-host that's coming on to these once a month episodes. I cannot wait to tell you who it is, but I'm not telling you yet, so just stay tuned. It'll be coming. The first Q&A episode is coming in November, which it is November right now. So it's coming this month. I can't wait to share it all with you. I think this is going to be a really fun series, and it's going to be a way for you to really tell me what you want to hear in the show because I'm going to be taking your questions. My co-host is going to be taking questions as well, so there will be more details to come about that. All right, friend, let's dive into today's Coffee Date episode. I'm so excited because today I have Kari on and Kari reached out to me and she, Kari, I'm so grateful that you listened to Minimalish. I'm so grateful that you reached out to me because you have a really awesome perspective that I'm excited to share on the show. Um, And I will pronounce your name correctly because I've been saying (laughs) you just told me it's Kari. So thank you. But we're doing problem. We're having a coffee date. So let's talk about first and foremost, before we even start, like what do you like to drink on a coffee date? Absolutely. So um, we have a super cute local coffee shop in our town. Um, I live in a small town in Chicagoland suburbs, and it's, it's right downtown. It's literally next door to my job, 
which is awesome. Um, and they have a drink called Better Than Basic. And it's a seasonal fall drink. And it's basically like a pumpkin and coconut latte. Um, and it just doesn't have like all the stuff in it that some of the larger chains have. And, and I get it with coconut milk. And it is just so good. So that's, that's basically um, my go-to, really. That <laughs> sounds so good. That sounds amazing. Yeah. Because I love yeah. coconut coffee and I love pumpkin in my coffee too. So it's like the best of both worlds. Okay. Well, you said that the coffee shop was next to your work. So talk to me mm-hmm. a little bit about what you do, um, you know, and not just like what you do for work, but obviously tell us that. And then tell us just a little bit about yourself, your family, anything like that. Absolutely. So um, I am 33 years old. And like I said, I'm in the Southwest Chicagoland suburbs. Um, So I am a wife uh, to my amazing husband. Uh, We were actually high school sweethearts. So we've been together for more than half of our lives, which is kind of crazy to think about. Um, I am a mother to an almost four-year-old boy. So I am a train mommy. I am all about trains. I know way too much. (laughs) Um, (laughs) I am an Enneagram type one, so I don't know. I know you've kind of touched on Enneagram a little bit, but, um, I super love structure and reformation and simplicity and lists. Just wanted to go over that because that's kind of a summary of, of my personality. Um, and then I'm on like our church worship team. I was a music major in college, um, and led, and they're now participating in some Bible studies. I love crafting, chalkboard art, reading, and doing book launches. And um, But the reason why I'm here is I am an account manager for a book of commercial business insurance. So um, basically, we have a, our our office, in other words, and everybody has a book of business that they manage. And um, so I focus on commercial business. So you could walk into that coffee shop, which is ironically one of my clients, and um, somebody slips and falls, guess whose job that that is to take care of the claim that's mine. (laughs) But um, we ensure a lot of different things. My book actually focuses more on restaurants and professional liability, which is like accountants and engineers and lawyers. Um, and then I said, like I said, I have tons of restaurants. So my brain is, is 40 hours a week focusing on insurance. Um, and then I do a lot with like our local chamber and then a woman's service group. Um, so yeah, so I'm a new member to minimalish lifestyle and, and so, well, it sounds like a lot. I've honestly, I've honestly cut back a lot too. <laughs> so yeah, and that's me in a nutshell. <laughs> I love that. And I, I love that you say like, it seems like a lot, but I've cut back and, and just like your, how you've described your personality, like it just sounds like, and not to say that, you know, maybe there, maybe you sometimes do feel overwhelmed with that schedule, but you know, all of us do with whatever schedule we have or whatever we have going on in our days, but everyone's capacity is different. So like, if that does, that might sound like a lot, but someone else could be like, Hey, I do that plus a million other things. I'm totally fine. It's not necessarily about like, you have to have a certain amount of things on your plate. It's just about what feels right to you. And if you're doing all the things that you love, you know, everyone has a different capacity. What I am so excited to chat about with you is the fact that, okay, you have all of these things on your plate and 
and there are things that you love and there are things you care about from being a mom to working uh, full time and the job that you do and to the other yeah. things you're involved in in your community and your church. But also you can do all those things and declutter your home and you can do all those things and yeah you know, you've chosen to do those things, right? So we're going to talk about that. Let's actually dive into that a little bit right now. Like, because you've just talked about what's on your plate, I would love to kind of talk about that. So how did you start decluttering with all this on your plate? Because that's the biggest question I get is like, okay, this all sounds great, but how do I do it when I'm a full-time working mom? Because that's honestly not my situation right now. So I can't necessarily 100% speak to that, even though I, I was more in that position when I did declutter. So I want to hear from you. Like, yeah. how does that look? For yeah. You? So basically, um, like I said earlier, I'm new to the whole, like, I like to call it minimalish. Um, I like to call myself a gradual minimalist. Yeah. It's not something as a working mom that I had time. And actually, as a mom, uh, that a lot of people have time to just kind of jump full into and you have talked about that it was a couple episodes back um where when you were talking about uh motherhood martyrdom and then talking about how sometimes minimalism can be very scary at first and you you feel like you either have to jump in or you don't do it and I love when you really spoke on that because that kind of really hit my heartstrings um because I'm new and I consider myself a gradual minimalist. And actually, I wouldn't, that's even more of an extreme term for me. I really love the term simplistic life or living simply. Um, and again, it's just because that's what I can handle right now. That's what I can keep on my um, plate. <laughs> yeah. So I was in probably February or March, I was just kind of sick and tired of feeling overwhelmed and tired and cluttered. And the toll that it was taking on my body and anxiety. Um, so I could see it in my body, which is just kind of crazy to think about. Um, and I actually also since March, I've lost over 40 pounds, which is a whole other conversation for another day. Mm. But that is really when I started um, deciding to change my life and did that with weight loss. And then I already did that with decluttering. And I just really decided, all right, I'm going to lose this weight and I'm going to lose all of this crap in my home. So yeah, so I had just finished, I don't know if you have heard of the book, A Simplified Life by Emily Lay. Yeah, yeah, I have that book. So I super love that book. I super love her. Um, About two years ago, I read Grace Not Perfection, which kind of really as a type one or, you know, really as a mother, like it really hits home. And so I really loved Simplified Life. And that kind of took me to the minimalist challenge. And that was really my catalyst. And that happened, I think, in February. And, you know, you're, you're coming off of the new year high, but then you're also like starting to see spring cleaning challenges too. So February was really a pivotal month for me. Um, and uh, what was I going to say next? Oh, yeah. So that was the minimalist challenge was really my catalyst. So um, now I just kind of, because, you know, working 40 hours Monday through Friday, 
I just kind of take 30 minutes on a Saturday and declutter and purge like a specific area that I'm cleaning in uh, at that that day. I have different areas every Saturday that I focus on deep cleaning. Um, so breaking it all down seemed to work for me in my crazy week. Just focusing 30 minutes on a Saturday was really helpful for me. Um, now that it's football season, I'll probably take a bin out of our storage section. And just while we're watching like Monday night football, I'll reduce that bin to half or none because that's where I'm at with decluttering. You said in, I think it was last week's, no, it wasn't last week's episode. It was an old episode that I was listening to about how um, decluttering is addictive. And it is. I love it. Um, it really is. Now that, yeah, now that I'm on the journey for eight months now, it's, it is addictive. So that's been super nice. Um, and then other than that, like for, for just decluttering in my working mom schedule, I would just say um, everything really just stops at the drop zone. We do not allow clutter to walk into our house anymore, like at all. Um, we have like our garage door and back door hit at the same area. And um, when my son walks in with a goodie bag from a party or a piece of paper or whatever, I always tell him, set it on the kitchen table, set it on the kitchen table. And then as soon as he runs around the corner to go do whatever he's doing, it is either in the garbage or in a donate pile. Or if it is something that he is super fascinated by, I'll let it sit there for a little while and see if it goes anywhere. So that's been a huge thing. So unless at this point we're planning on a replacement for an item. So whether that be like we're out of coffee, need to bring in coffee or the kettle broke, we need to replace the kettle or, you know, this, his shoes are destroyed. We need to replace shoes. I'm at the point where it doesn't enter my home anymore, which is, which is super fun. But then also like, Hard for me because I'm a home decor addict. <laughs> yeah. So that silly Target dollar spot with all of the fall stuff, I, I've just been choosing to enter in the other door. So that's that's been that's been my thing there. That's so good. I actually yesterday I was at Target and I had I never go, I never even approach the dollar spot. Sometimes I do for like the snacky area, just every once in a while, there's some seasonal yeah. stuff there. And I'm like, Oh, let me look yeah. at it and see if there's anything good. But I ended up going through it. I feel like I was in a, a bad, I was not in a good state of mind for target yesterday. You know how you just have those days where you're like, I shouldn't yeah. be in target today. Well, that was me yesterday for sure. And I had, I had hand towels in my cart and I was like, okay, I was considering buying them They They made it into the cart. I'm like, that's the first thing that made it into the cart from the dollar spot in a really long time for me. So I felt right. happy about that. And then I still, you know, by the end of the trip, they were out of my cart luckily and not, not, not coming home with me. Not that they weren't super cute and not that there's anything wrong with it, but I'm, I'm just at the same, I'm at a similar spot that you are in the play in the point where I already have fall hand towels. Like I, it's, yep. it's just yep. such a, 
they they can really get you at Target with the cute stuff. And and they if I can. buy more, am I wanting to get rid of my other ones? Not really. So then I'm just going to have an excessive amount of fall hand towels. And that's just not necessary. It's not a good way to be like stewarding my money. So I can totally relate to that. Desiree, the area that I have not purged yet um, is honestly my home decor. And what I have chose to do instead is when that holiday comes, I take everything out and I'm like, okay, that doesn't fit my aesthetic anymore. So we're going to sell or donate that. Um, and because I started in February and March, we have not come to fall or Christmas yet. So embarrassingly enough, I have four bins of fall decor and I would say 15 bins of Christmas decor. So that's a whole other chapter of my life that's going to be coming up and I did it with the fall. I've reduced it to um, three bins, which is huge for me. Yeah. And, um, and so there are items that are going to be posted on Facebook this week. And then items that I've just already um, decided to, to get rid of. So, so that's, that's my big thing there is I need another fall towel for my kitchen. Like I need another hole in my head. So it's just not a thing. So that's why I'm like, okay, don't need to walk that way. Um, but then I also, I don't know if you follow the inspired budget on Instagram. She, um, we're also on a debt free journey. So she's a super awesome person to follow. And she says, do not get a cart. Obviously those with littles it's hard to not get the cart but she says like carry that kid for the 15 minutes that you need to be in target or um just grab like the basket and you will pick up less stuff and so that's, that's been my thing yeah. I'll talk about this later in lunches but I no longer grab a cart I don't even grab a basket when I go into target because I need to go in and get that one thing and walk out so that was a huge game changer for me is not getting the cart. Yeah. Oh my goodness. That's so good. Literally yesterday I needed to get bacon and batteries. I did not need a cart other than it's just like, okay, well I'm going to maybe spend a few extra minutes roaming around with my child to just get her out of the house. But, um, and she likes yeah. being in the cart, but yeah, that, that totally, I mean, I made it out alive, so that was good, but <laughs> alive, with, <laughs> alive without the hand towels, I should say. Um, not that it, you know, it's not a huge deal. It's just the whole idea of like, it's a mindset shift. And if we keep giving into those little impulse buys, then it's never going to fully happen. It's just like, it has to be a practice. And for me, obviously, it's not like I'm perfect at it. So I have to keep making that happen in my life and like avoiding that temptation. So that's such a good tip. Yeah. I think it's amazing. Like the way that you're doing the decluttering on the holiday decor, because I think it's realistic. Like you don't have to go through, I just talked today's episode that released was just about how we went through our entire house and, one week. And it was just like, it's such an odd situation that we were able to do that, that I wanted to share that story. Right. But mostly I wanted like the points of just like how to declutter and how to do it as fast as you want to basically, as fast as it's realistic for your life, how to do that and what, you know, what actual things helped us be able to have the motivation to keep moving forward. So I, I love that for you. It's just like, okay, this overwhelms me to tackle this right now. I'm going to tackle it when it's actually a good time to tackle it, which would be when I have to actually go through all this stuff because it's the holidays. So um, I just feel like mm -hmm. that's just another testament to the way that you're able to do this 
as a full-time working mom that has a lot on her plate. All right, so let's dive into, these are just questions that I ask on every coffee date, um, and I just think they're fun and a fun way to get to know you. So what is something mm -hmm. um, that you're loving right now? Just something that's making your life better. Yes. Fall. I love the upcoming holidays and I literally cannot shut up about it. Um, I love bucket lists and like cooler weather and wearing hoodies and um, brats and hoodies. I already said hoodies, but um, you know, brats and, and s'mores and all the fun things. I love Christmas and just like the thought of basically September on and fall just makes makes me so happy and it gives me all the hygge vibes and um, that's actually how I started into like the whole simplistic life is that I went from looking into hygge as like a lifestyle then looking into minimalism and then kind of switching over to the simplistic lifestyle so fall and all of the the cozy vibes I love it <laughs> I do too I just I enjoy being able to wear like a cozy sweater and I mean, just the simple things like that and being able to, I don't know, breathe again outside and not have such crazy humidity. At least that's what I experienced through the summer um, yeah. in Pennsylvania. In so thick hair. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's so nice uh, when that, when the seasons change, let's talk about what is something that you're struggling with right now. So Ooh, yeah. on the other end. <laughs> So this is, this is might be a little bit heavier than anything else that we talk about today, but um, getting rid of baby items. So uh, we really struggled with infertility um, thanks to, I have polycystic ovarian syndrome. So um, my son was in and of itself a miracle that we were able to have him and that he was healthy. Um, so really struggling with simplifying and, and minimizing baby stuff. Um, because that's an emotional thing for me. Literally everything else in this house, I'm like, that can go, that can go, that can go. I don't care. Um, but for whatever reason, that baby stuff and closing that chapter in my life has been really hard. So there are some large items that, you know, with clothes and the swing and the bouncer that I know that we need to donate and get rid of. Um, but it's just, it's just emotionally hard for me to shut that door and our hearts um, are in adoption right now. So we're just kind of listening to God to see where, where we're going to go with that. But um, yeah, that's what I'm really struggling with is, yeah. is that stuff right there, especially knowing like, all right, you know, I can always get more, but it's, it's an emotional thing. It has nothing to actually do with those items. Yeah, that's hard. And I always, think that's so important to acknowledge is just the fact that decluttering can be highly emotional and it's okay to struggle with that. And that, um, you know, the fact that it's, it's part of those things are part of your story and, and something that was such a struggle for you and like a huge, you know, really hard season. So that totally makes sense that that would be a struggle. Um, yeah. And, and I think that other, aspect is since we are knowing that we want to adopt, but not knowing like, you know, are we going to do a global adoption of, you know, a four or five year old in two years? Or are we going to do like a domestic um, adoption of an infant? And it's like, what do we want to get rid of versus what should we keep? And just the unknown. Um, 
but having to realize that it, it doesn't, you know, these things are all replaceable. I mean, there are a few items that, that I definitely want to keep no matter what. I have basically told my husband, like, I need you to go downstairs and take the pictures of the swing and bouncer and list them yourselves because I just emotionally can't. And even though, like, I know I'm getting rid of those items, it's something so weird for me. And he is totally not emotionally tied to that. So he's like, sure. (laughs) So sometimes it's just important to delegate that task. Yeah. Emotionally hard for you to say, hey, person, friend or spouse or whatever, like, can you please just go through that bag and pick and choose because I just can't and I don't care, but I just can't. Right. So that's what I've learned. It's just easier to do that. Yeah, that's so good. Okay, give me one second. I just need to. Um, Okay, well, that is such an important discussion and I love that tip. So thank you for sharing that. Um, My next question, my next question, what I really want to know is what's something you're reading, watching or listening to um, that you're wanting to tell everyone about? So um, probably biggest mom hack, but definitely working mom hack is Audible. Like I would die without Audible. So um, I just, and I'm doing my hand quotation marks, read the You Are Free to Be Who You Already Are by Rebecca Lyons. Um, so I just, I just loved it. You, so you don't have to have like all of the things um, or do all of the things. That's really, I feel like kind of going back to that like motherhood message that we hear so often. Um, you know, you don't have to like hustle hard or you don't have to like have all of these things and just to like be you and, and, and live in, in who you were made to be. So I super love that book. I finished it a month or two ago. So now I'm reading The Joy of Less. Um, yeah, so yeah, so that's really what um, I'm reading right now. That, I was just listening to a podcast with Rebecca Lyons. Um, so I'm going to have to check out that book. Okay, and what is something that you're simplifying right now? Yeah, yeah, so... The biggest thing, um, and I've been doing this since about February or March, is uh, my cleaning schedule. So I break it down by daily and weekly and then like a monthly rotation. Um, and I made, of course, like a little cute printout that's laminated because I'm that person for whatever reason. <laughs> um, and uh, But honestly, you know, the daily things, they don't always happen. And and that's that's okay. That's fine. You know, grace is a huge part of this minimalish journey that we're all on. Um, but I found that having like the rotating weekly different areas has really helped my home tremendously. So um, I actually, another person that I follow on Instagram is a bowl full of lemons and she's kind of like a cleaning guru. She's got a couple books out there about cleaning. So um, that's basically what I'm simplifying and it has helped so much. So daily, my husband actually loads and unloads the dishwasher. So that's something that we do daily and clearing the counters and doing a five minute pickup, laundry pickup, mail being cleared and uh, making sure the outside is, is picked up. And then weekly, making sure the fridge is cleaned out, the stove is wiped off and floor is swept. Because to be honest, I, I as a working mom, like I just can't do that daily. So yeah. um, that's like a weekly thing that's focused on in trash and washing sheets and clearing tables. Um, and then I broke each four weeks. So 
those week, those months that we have five weeks, you get a week of relaxation, which is awesome. Um, but broke it down. And for me, how it works is that those are the areas that I deep clean. So like week one is our laundry room and basement and my son's room. And week two is the master bedroom, master bath and master closet. And week three is the kitchen. And then week four is the living room and hall bath. And that's when I really like dust and vacuum and disinfect and, and wash all of the things. Um, so simplifying that has made a world of a difference and, um, and just kind of like switching over my household and consumables and beauty products um, to toxin free has, has super helped a lot and really impacted my minimalist journey. Um, so instead of having 48 different cleaners, which definitely used to happen, um, you know, cleaning with like water, vinegar, and essential oils and like a microfiber um, and like an, uh, a better antibacterial for like the bathroom and, and the plus of doing all of this, you know, outside of cleaning and keeping my house clean is it's really helped the friction in my marriage, which has been huge because my husband, I'm an organizing freak, but my husband is a clean freak. And um, they don't go hand in hand to be truthful with you. So um, me organizing our cleaning schedule this way has not only helped my schedule, but like super helped the, um, the friction in my marriage, which is almost non-existent now when it comes to uh having our home be clean and then it gives me tons of freedom to do what I want to do, which is play with my child um, and do all of the fun, super fun things. So um, that's basically only, it's like a two hours on a Saturday that I do this. Um, And a half hour of that is decluttering like, like a purge or a decluttering. So really only an hour and a half is cleaning. Um, So I, I primarily do at least an hour of it while my son is taking a nap. So only an hour of it is when he's awake and I'm making him help me because that's what family members do. So um, that's like my huge, like, I love that I did that. And I love that I made it a rhythm and it's, it's working out awesomely. Yeah. And I, when you reached out to me about like doing an episode together, you had said that you're like, it was when I was doing the working series on the podcast talking about work. And I love that you said, like, sometimes I feel like maybe I'm alone in these feelings, but I don't think, you know, it's like, I feel like every time we feel like maybe we're alone, it means that there are other people out there (laughs) that feel the same way. And you just said, I, you talk to a working mom and you talk to a homemaker, but I am a working mom that really enjoys homemaking. So um, I was just, I was just excited that, I could have that perspective. Okay, so my last coffee date question for you is, what is something mm-hmm. that you've been learning? Yeah, so um, Grace, ironically, before I found your podcast, was my word of the year for 2019. So I love that that's really, you know, what your podcast is centered around. Um but, you know, I feel like in today's day, like moms, like we're expected to do way too much, way too much. And, um, you know, we're not perfect and neither are our family members and minimalism and homemaking is super overwhelming. So um, just giving grace um, to myself and, and, and remembering that, you know, homemaking should be pleasant 
it should be pleasant. So, you know, giving yourself grace keeps the stress away. So that's basically something that really learning and focusing on what you love. Yeah, I love that. We talked a little bit about how you have found these cleaning systems that are really working for you right now. And that's something that's been simplifying your life in general. So can you talk a little bit more about what those systems are? Because you do have a busy schedule and like you're not home most of the day. So how, what are those systems? How do you keep up with your home? Yeah. So there's just a few things um, that I do that really um, I love as a working mom that I could not live without. So um, the first thing, and I know tons of people probably talk on this, but meal planning, um, it's such a focus in our home and it really shouldn't be time consuming. So for me, um, I personally spend like five minutes on Thursday planning meals only. I don't do anything other than say, Ooh, on Monday of next week, I would like this. Um, so I just kind of put that down. And then on Friday I create like a shopping list and I spend five minutes on Friday doing this, get to work, you know, 15 minutes early. So on Thursday, I spend five minutes looking at meals. And then on Friday, I spend five minutes like creating lists, you know, shopping pantries, um, figuring out what toiletries um, we need. And then, you know, if you do like the pickup, you know, maybe put in your order. So on Saturday, you can either pick up your groceries or have them delivered, or you can go shopping. So that was like a huge thing. And Again, it's only, you know, five minutes one day, five minutes another day, and then Saturday you do your thing. And so for me, I kind of created like an outline on how I, how I meal plan. So Monday is either like pasta or meatless. Tuesdays is always Mexican food, whether it's tacos, nachos, soup, you know, and enchiladas or casserole. Wednesday is always like international foods, beef stroganoff or stir fry. Thursdays is our busy day. So that's our leftovers day. And Friday is pizza night or takeout because I'm exhausted. <laughs> yeah. Saturday is like always like a family. If it's not a family gathering, you know, I'll try a new recipe. And then Sunday, I always do like a large meal. So we have lunch and leftovers for the week. And so it's not hard for me to think of meals because that is the way that I have laid out our meal planning. And that's just the way I do it. And it's just much easier to kind of keep in that meal planning schedule. Um, also, another huge thing with meal planning um, is Sunday prep. So I'll make a batch of muffins or pancakes. I'll make a yummy, you know, dessert for the week, whether it's like brownies or cookies that last all week and I'll hard boil eggs. Um, so that's like a, a huge thing for me is meal planning. That's a system that I really, truly think Mom should use, but especially, you know, working moms out of the home, you have to have a plan in place for that. Um, another big, like, thing that I tell working moms all the time is when they're like, I'm just so overwhelmed. I'm like, well, how are you utilizing your lunch time? You know, usually we get a half hour to an hour lunch. And I'm, I'm one of the blessed working moms where I do get an hour long lunch, um, but working moms, you have to take advantage of your lunch. Like you have to. Um, so I'll generally eat at my desk while I'm working on a project at work. So that way my lunch can be spent um, elsewhere, whether um, it's, you know, sometimes I have meetings, so this doesn't happen five days a week, but um, 
you know, I can eat my lunch on the road, but I'm able to run errands, meal plan, go see the chiropractor. Um, I live really close to work, so I can run home and throw in a load of laundry, go to the bank, check my accounts online, you know, text friends because working moms, like you sometimes feel super distant. So like just taking advantage of those 60 to 30 minutes that you have, so you don't have to do them after 5 p.m. Like, <laughs> seriously, every time somebody's like, I'm just so overwhelmed. I'm like, how are you spending your lunches? That's the first thing that I say. Um, so that's, that's huge for me. And I, I talk on it a lot to people. Um, maybe that's my type oneness. I don't know. But I'm always like, well, you know, do what you can here. So um, that's, that's one big thing. Another thing is um, teamwork with your spouse or with your significant other. Um, sounds silly, but like when it comes to simplifying and home management and you both work, that means you both have to pull your weight at home. Um, my husband is super amazing. So he'll, um, I'll start the bedtime routine. Like I'll start the bath and I'll kind of oversee the bath situation, but my husband wraps it up. So while he's reading books, I'm laying out clothes for the next morning. Um, and then I do, I spend three to five minutes kind of vegging out on my phone while he's finishing, you know, stories um, and prayer and stuff like that. And then I go in and I do my little song spiel. You know, there's like those set songs you have to sing. And <laughs> yeah, yeah. A little bit, <laughs> get in a snuggle. Um, and then my husband leaves and he goes into the kitchen and he starts emptying and then loading the dishwasher. So when I'm done doing my mom snuggle thing, I come out and I clear and wipe down the counters. So we do it together and maybe we're listening to a podcast or maybe we're talking about our day. So like teamwork is just such a huge, a huge thing. I know it's harder for um, working single moms and, and that's, that's not something that I can speak on too well. Um, but definitely like another uh, tool in my tool belt that I tell everybody. And then lastly, like a, a huge tool that I would just die without <laughs> is like planners, lists, and charts. And you spoke on this before, Desiree, is, you know, having like those rhythms and routines. It keeps everybody in the family on the same page. So I've done the whole like planner girl thing and gone through my planner metamorphosis and um, really simplified my planning system earlier this year. So I have like a monthly and a daily section and every day has a checklist. Um, but other than that, my planner, I use like a, an A5 ring system. And so like I have meal ideas and a budget section and wardrobe capsules and meeting notes and bucket lists and wish lists and a holiday planner. And while that's all a lot, like I have a brain dump and I keep this planner with me 24-7. Because otherwise, I just wouldn't be able to handle life. <laughs> yeah. um, but I know there's like a lot of apps out there for lists, but um, to, I don't like to clutter my phone even. So we just, my husband and I, we share the to-do list, like we share a to-do list on the Apple Notes app. Like you can share with other people. And so this helps a ton to communicate daily. Like when one of us is like, oh yeah, you know what, this weekend, we really need to make sure that the um, doors to the basement are painted. My husband will add it to like our weekend warrior list and it just automatically uploads on my phone, which is great. And that's like an Apple app. Like it's not one you pay for or anything. It's just automatically on your phone. So 
that's been great. Um, and yeah, just hanging the meal plan on the fridge. So, you know, I don't have to explain myself a hundred times, you know, what we're having or, or where we are in the morning routine or where we are in the evening routine or why am I making muffins on Sunday? Cause it's Sunday prep, you know, just kind of, <laughs> it saves us um, a lot of time and hassle and keeping everything in the command center. So those are really like my, you know, while they're mom hacks in general, like things as a working mom, like you have to utilize these items in order to, to really have balance and harmony because there's really, there's really no such thing as work life and home balance. It's all a matter of, you know, ebbing and flowing. And while you're home, you want to pour your focus into your home. And so it's just easier to, to kind of keep up with all of it that way. So those yeah. are really the systems that I love utilizing. Yeah, I love that. So Talk to me a little bit about, like, before we kind of end this conversation, what are your main encouragements to the working mom? I know we talked about, like, all the systems and all of the ways to kind of just actually make decluttering happen and be able to keep up with your home as a a full-time working out-of-the-home mom, which... Like I said, I, I was telling you this before, it's it's hard to find that perspective to be able to come on the podcast because like life, you, I, my mm-hmm. schedule plus your schedule, like it's hard to line those two things up. And I am so grateful I'm able to have that perspective because I think yeah. I, my goal is for this, not to get off track, but my goal is for this podcast to be full of different perspectives of making this thing work and making living minimalishly or just living simply work for whoever might stumble upon it and whoever might listen. And I can only offer a certain perspective and then I can allow guests to come on for certain perspectives. So I want to hear from you, like, what are your main encouragement, uh, main encouragements to the mom who feels completely overwhelmed by her stuff, her home, her schedule, whatever it might be? Yeah. So I know, and I stated this before, like, I just craved simplistic living for years before I even kind of had this epiphany earlier this year. So, you know, we can read all the books we want all day long about just get rid of it or let it go. But as a working mom, like we don't have the time to go through it, do it or go through the emotions. So um, just giving yourself grace. You know, if you're somebody that struggles with comparison, when you're looking at social media, remember it's a highlight reel. And remember that not all, but a large chunk of bloggers are not work out of home mothers. So there's nothing to compare. There's nothing to compare. So um, just remembering that and to think simple, like you don't need to become a minimalist in one month. Um, You know, just keep saying, I want a simpler life or I will be a gradual minimalist um, in in grace, not perfection. So think simple and not, I'm becoming a minimalist. (laughs) Um, You know, spend one hour on a Saturday and minimize one area. Like that's like, if if that's where you want to start, you know, maybe you don't, Maybe it's too overwhelming to dive into a cleaning schedule. Take one hour on Saturday and just declutter or purge one area of your home. And in three months, like you'll notice a change, Um, you know, just keep stuff from entering your home. Just don't have time to be constantly decluttering. So just keep it from entering your home. And as far as your schedule, um, learn, I, I have a hard time with saying, you know, learn to say no, 
Um, but maybe it might be something, you know, not necessarily looking in the mirror, but asking your spouse, like, what's one area that you think that I should cut back on and maybe focus on just making one free day at home a week. So, so Mondays are a day that we have coveted to, to not schedule anything. If somebody asks me to do something on Monday, I'm like, nope, sorry. Like that's our family day. Um, but that took a lot for me to, to implement. So even after work, you know, we're all tired. Even moms that have been home, we're all tired. So sleep, sleep is so important. So making sure that that's a priority too. But those are like those things that I want to say to overwhelmed moms. Yeah, that's yeah. so good. I love those encouragements. And especially the thing about comparison, because that is so true. Just the fact that there's really nothing, there's not much to compare to. And I love yeah. how you said that. <laughs> and also, like, I was just thinking on that. And there's really, I think we could all use to repeat that to ourselves because that those words can can go beyond like any title of working or not or stay at home or whatever. Right. It's just like yes. there's nothing yeah, to compare yourself matter. to. Like you are unique. You're an individual. You have your own capacity and everything. So yeah, that's so good. Mm -hmm. Such a good note to end on. Well, thank you again so much. This was such a fun conversation and I'm just really glad you reached out to me. It's been fun chatting. Thank you so much for having me. I, I super loved it. All right, friend, I hope you've enjoyed this coffee date episode of Minimalish. You can find Kari on Instagram at Purely Kari. Let's cheers right now with our coffee mugs or tea mugs or water bottles, wine glass, whatever you're drinking while you're listening to this right now. Cheers to some really fun months of coffee date episodes. And I'm not saying I'm never going to do one again. I'm just saying it's not going to be monthly anymore because we are moving on to something else. I'm excited for these Q&As. Follow along on Instagram if you're there at minimalish.desiree because that's where I will be posting and asking for more questions. I'll also probably be posting a little bit in the Facebook group, which you can get to. You could search Minimalish Mamas on Facebook. So those are the places I'll be gathering questions. So I'm excited for what's to come. Happy November. It is November 1st. Holidays are around the corner. Resources on that are coming. I hope you have a fantastic Friday or whatever day you're listening to this. And I'll talk to you right back here again next week. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.